Good afternoon, you guys. Um, I'm just, let's just pray. Let's, <laughs> let's just go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, come to you this afternoon, Lord, thanking you for helping me in this battle that I have been fighting, Lord. I know there's no way that I could ever overcome any battle within or without without you lord and i thank you so much for everything that you are helping me with that you continue giving me love and comfort and continue giving me the want to to go on with life in general lord and i just thank you so much for that i pray lord that you will continue allowing this podcast to be a blessing to all those who listen lord and continue giving me the courage and the strength to post these episodes because sometimes some of these are hard to to really explain and to get out there but with your help and your guidance lord i manage and i thank you so much for that and i just pray lord that you will just continue laying it on my heart so that i will continue posting these in jesus name amen um only a few people know that I have been fighting really, really hard. It never fails every single time that I get on here, the phone starts ringing. It never, never fails. I'm gonna start laying it off the hook. Let's see. Um, but anyways, so I'm unplugging my phone. It'll be okay. Um, so I've been struggling. I have been fighting a battle. Thank the Lord. I don't have to ever fight it alone. I have the Lord helping me every step of the way to fight it. Because if I didn't, I'll, you all, I probably honestly wouldn't even be here right now. I mean, like I have been struggling and the devil's fighting me on this podcast episode because I have my watch on and I didn't realize I was hitting the button and so I've had to start this episode over several times um but anyways you are probably thinking if you are a child of God then why is he letting you face this battle well because he never promised us that we wouldn't have hard times he never promised us that we wouldn't fight battles he never promised us that we wouldn't get down and out but you know what he did promise us that he would help us carry this load that as long as we cling to him we would make it through when we're treading in deep waters we won't drown okay he is here for us always even until the end of the world he is going to be here for us what makes the difference is whether or not we seek him and we let him help us he's not going to help us if we don't allow it yes we can keep him from it by not asking i have said this several several times i know i have You have not because you ask not. And that is literal everyday life. That is when you're dealing with anxiety, depression, 
you know, any type of mental health, any type of health issues in general, anything that you are facing, like it could be in your marriage, your children, it could be financial, it could be literally anything. And you have not, you've not received help from the Lord because you've not asked him for help. A lot of times we get down and out and we get in a spot we won't pray. We don't read our Bibles. We don't seek the Lord. We don't thank him. And you know, like, like me, I'm going to use myself as an example. I have been extremely down, extremely down. Like I'm a person that I had started making sure I got up before everyone else reading my Bible, you know, taking that time, just me and the Lord. And I had started to where that even down to my alarm clock wouldn't wake me up. And that is very, very unusual. Typically, I'm the type of person that if I know in my mind before I go to sleep that, hey, I need to be up by such and such time, then I end up waking up before the alarm ever goes off. Well, that's not been me here lately. Like, my alarm clock has been going off, and I haven't even been getting up for it. Like, week before last, on Thursday and Friday, um, I didn't even take my oldest child to school. Like, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't get up out of the bed. I should have saw the signs then that my depression was, you know, getting bad. But sometimes we ignore those signs, and I just thought, you know, I'm I'm tired I'm just tired, you know, and I just need some rest. And sometimes we miss, you know, what the Lord is saying. Hey, it's coming. Prepare yourself because it's coming. And we miss those signs. Just like we're missing the signs or just choosing to not accept the signs that the end of time is coming. We choose to ignore everything that the Bible has told us and it being fulfilled. And we choose to ignore it because we don't want to accept it. And we think that by ignoring it, that it's not going to happen. But it is. By ignoring the fact that I was sleeping in later than I ever do, like ever in my life. I've always been someone that's been up no later than 7 a.m. Always, even like when I was sick, I would be up by 7 a.m. Summertime, whatever, 7 a.m. All the way through like, you know, when I was young and I was still living at home. Oh, excuse me. I would even get up like that. And my grandparents would be like, man, she gets up early. It don't matter if there's school, if there's not school, she's up early. And I would. It wouldn't matter. I could stay up to 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and I would still be up by no later than 7 a.m. ready to go. Well, I had, you know, I've just not been able to do that. I hadn't been able to do that. And so in sleeping later, you know, I don't beat my children up, you know, out of bed. I don't beat them out of the bed. That sounded wrong, but you know, you all know what I meant. Um... And so I hadn't been getting to read, you know, before they got up. I'd just been reading in between getting them to go in their room and give me time. And they're actually, they do better 
than what they did when I first started because when I first started getting into reading my Bible I'd really have to struggle and they would come in and they always had questions seemed like they could be in there in their room and totally ignoring me but it was as if I was opening a candy wrapper when I would open my Bible it was like they knew every single time that I opened it and I would come back in here you know and start talking or wanting something or whatever in the same way when I would start a podcast episode the same exact thing but they are doing better now than what they did in the beginning they're learning that this is mine and God's time um but I had like it's been really bad like I've talked to one or two of my friends but I had like I I wasn't even telling my husband you know what was going on um it wasn't until honestly I was laying here on the couch a couple days ago and like I had been getting sick to my stomach I've been getting headaches and getting sick to my stomach and um I've not been eating I haven't even been drinking coffee up until this morning. Um, and then my husband, he he comes in and he looks at me and I was laying here on the couch and I was facing the inside of the couch, you know. And I was crying and crying is not usually something that I do a lot in front of my husband unless it's like happy tears. A lot of times if I'm stressed. I will cry in the shower or something like that, you know, but, um, I was just laying here on the couch and I was, I had my face turned inside the couch and like, I ugly cried. Like it was loud. I had big, huge crocodile tears coming down. I couldn't stop it. I couldn't hold it back. Like it was coming whether I wanted it to or not, no matter who was watching, it was coming out. Um, and my husband, he looks at my little dog and, and he's looking at me and he's like, honey, what's wrong? What is wrong? What's the matter with you? And I couldn't even talk to him. You know, honestly, I wasn't even sure my absolute complete self, but he looks at my little dog and he's like, doc, that's my little dog's name. He said that right there is exactly what depression looks like. And when he did, I started crying that much harder. Like, I just, that was hit. Like, it, that was it. It was out there. I was depressed. Like, I was fully breaking down. I was at my breaking point. I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know how much farther I could go, honestly. And I was praying and asking the Lord to help me. And I was feeling so down. I was feeling so worthless. I was feeling like a complete burden to my family because, you know, my husband lost his dad on the 1st, January 1st, his dad passed away. And I mean, we knew it was coming, but that still doesn't make it any easier at all, you know? And like, I know you guys have, if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, you know that like my husband been struggling, I've been struggling, like he hadn't been back to work since losing his dad. Um, yesterday made exactly a month that he'd been home and, um, we'd been distant, you know, like I, I don't really know how to comfort. Like I'm one that I give space and if you need me, I'm there, 
you know, but, um, like I just had like a full on breakdown, you know, and I went to the doctor Monday and I talked to her and I, you know, I let her know what all had been going on. You know, I lost my father-in-law and stuff. And then like my 10 year old that has epilepsy, she had not been taking her medicine like she was supposed to. So I got really scared, you know, and I worked like I was worried to death about her and stuff and whether or not she was going to be okay and everything. And then I was blaming myself for that because, you know, I felt like I was slacking as a mom. I wasn't paying enough attention to her as I should have been because I was worried about my husband and I was worried about us financially. I was, you know, worried about what we were going to do. And then of course I had PTSD. So I'm like, it's the devil is exactly what it is. He's putting in my mind. Your husband's not going to go back to work. He doesn't care. And here you are with your back like this and, you know, and won't even go out and get a job. And knowing that your family is struggling and here you are, you know, sitting here like this. And I'm, and I'm like, Lord, I, you know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if I go out and I, you know, I go back to work that I'm going to hurt myself more. And I don't want to end up paralyzed. I don't want to end up to where I can't take care of my children, you know. I can't bath them, I can't cook for them, I can't keep the house clean and stuff, you know, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm weighing my options, and I'm worrying myself to death, and I'm like, Lord, what do I do, you know, and it was like the Lord just kept saying, just hold on, it's gonna be okay, you know, just, just give it time, just hold on, don't give up, and so um, I'm praying, and I'm like, Lord, please help me, Doc, hush, you hush it, there ain't nothing. Hush. He barks at my vents. <laughs> but anyways, um, my heat and air vents, like he barks at them. He, he sure believes that there's something in them and there's nothing. But anyways, <laughs> um, but I was like, you know, I felt like that I was just a complete burden to my family I got to the point that I was thinking, um, if I wasn't here anymore, my husband could go back to, you know, staying with his mom. Um, he wouldn't have the financial burden that he has of worrying about, you know, how he's going to pay bills here at this home. He wouldn't have the financial burden of providing for my children. You know, he would only have his children to worry about. He wouldn't have all this stuff here, you know, if I just wasn't here anymore. Like, I really got to that point of thinking that I really just needed to go on. And I honestly had thought about praying and asking the Lord to go ahead and take me on out of here. So that my husband didn't have the burden of me, you know, and then my children would just be with their dad. And, you know, he wouldn't have to worry about providing for them either. He still doesn't know that I felt this way. I may not honestly tell him. But um, last night, well, at the doctor Monday, you know, my doctor, she she advised me for counseling, which I'm going to do. Um, I was actually going to ask her for that myself because the Lord gives us wisdom and he gives us guidance. And I knew when I went to her and that, you know, I really needed help. Like I really needed 
intervention, I guess you could say. Um, she did increase one of my depression medicine. It's at max dose, but you know, like I told her, I said, I feel like if it was more summertime and I could get out of the house more and move around and stuff that I wouldn't feel so bad, you know, that I wouldn't be so down. I was like, but I've just been dealing with so much that I'm just like, I'm stuck. And so she increased my one medicine to max dose. And she said that we could lower it back down, you know, once I got to feeling better and got at a better place but right now it was best and she asked me did I want to do counseling you know like did I want to talk to someone and I said I honestly feel like that I should um, because it does help you don't feel ashamed to talk to someone it does help to talk to someone it helps to talk to a complete stranger that you know is really there to help you and to give you advice and even though their advice may not be what you feel like, the Lord's advice, you know, will never lead you astray. But, um, so I'm working on that. Um, but yesterday was another bad day. Today I feel pretty good. I do. I feel really good. A lot better than I did. And I really thank the Lord for that. But um, yesterday was still kind of a bad day, and um, in putting away laundry, I ended up laying across the bed, and I ended up crying, and my husband comes through there, and he gets in the bed and lays beside of me, and, you know, he kept wanting to know what was going on, what was going on, and the only thing that I could get out was I said, um, exactly a month ago today you lost your daddy I said and he's like yes I said but exactly a month ago today I lost you both I said I lost your dad I said and and I've lost you as well and he's like you've not lost me I'm right here I said but you're so distant I was like and you know when this is the thing just like I was telling my friend Amy a while ago, I said, you know, when you become as one flesh, like it says in the Bible, you leave your father and mother and you become as one with your spouse. When you become as one, when they're hurting, like, I don't know, before I got saved, I never really felt it this way. I never really thought of it this way. But honestly, you know, since giving my heart to the Lord, any time that I see my husband hurting, I'm hurt. It hurts me. And I want so bad to, to fix it or take away his pain. And I have asked the Lord so many times to just put his weight on me. Let me carry it. Because I know I can carry it because the Lord will help me carry my load. And I know that he can't bear all the weight. My husband can't bear all the depression, all the anxiety, all the weight of losing his dad. So let me carry it. Let me carry his burden for him. Because in doing so, the Lord's going to help me carry it. But like I was telling my friend Amy, I was like, it's like part of me is missing because I know part of him is missing. And when you become one, whatever your spouse is feeling, 
you're feeling it too. Whatever they're carrying, you're carrying it too. And a part of them's missing, part of you is missing. Because you're one. You're not two people. You're not two separate people. You're literally one. But I've been asking the Lord to let me carry his load. Let me carry it. Because I know that the Lord will help me to carry it. He can't handle it. My husband can't handle to carry all that. But I can with the Lord's help. With the Lord helping me bear that weight, I can do it. I'm the same way when my children are sick or whatever. I pray, Lord, take it from them. Give it to me. Let me carry it. You know, don't let them have to bear this, Lord. Give it to me and let me bear their load. That's what happens when you become someone that you love or you try to love like Christ and you try to live like Christ. Jesus bared our load. He bared all the weight. He took all those stripes for our healing. He hung on that cross and died for us. He bared it all. He bared every bit of it. So what does it hurt us? When we are children of God, what's it going to hurt us to say, Lord, give me that weight because you are helping me. You are guiding me. You are carrying. You're helping me carry my cross. Let me help them. Let me carry their burden because I can handle it through you, Lord. I can bear it. I have a couple scriptures that I looked over this morning. Well, just a while ago, actually, before I started this. Um, I try to wait till I'm home alone to do my podcast, but I don't always get home alone time. But my husband is going to um, apply for the job that I talked about the day before yesterday. So pray that he gets this job. If this is where the Lord is guiding, you know, just pray that the Lord will bless him and bless our family. Because we truly need it. Um, But let's see. Let me see which one I want to read to you first. Let me get here to it. I didn't like put a Bible marker or anything in it. So I just have to go back. Okay. So... Isaiah 61, verse 3, it says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he might be glorified. To me, that's saying God's the beauty in the struggle. He can and will turn a hopeless situation into a praising situation if we'll only allow it. He can take our burdens that seem so heavy and so bad and turn them into something that we will be thankful for, something that we will praise the Lord for, something that, you know, will give us hope and a desire to continue on. 
he he is the beauty in our struggle i know you guys have heard that a lot of you probably heard that song that she's that girl she's the beauty in the struggle or whatever god is the beauty in our struggle okay if we will just allow him to help us and ask him to help us he will turn our heaviness into praise and joy he will turn our burdens into you know to where that literally we plant roots and we grow from that situation okay um you can also turn with me to psalms 42 if you want to um psalms 42 and it's verses 5 through 11 um and then i'll just talk to you it says why art thou cast down O my soul and why art thou disquieted in me hope thou in god for i shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance O my god my soul is cast down within me therefore will i remember thee from the land of jordan and of the hermonites from the hill of mizar deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me yet the lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the god of my life i will say unto god my rock why hast thou forgotten me why go i mourning because of the oppression of the enemy as with a sword in my bones mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me where is thy god why art thou cast down why art thou cast down O my soul and why art thou disquieted within me hope thou in god for i shall yet praise him who is the healeth of my countenance and my god What that's saying to me is even when we are down, we're feeling defeated, the Lord will be with us. He still loves us. He will fill us with joy. We need only to have hope and to praise him. It may feel like that the enemy is completely overcoming us. In my, in my situation, the enemy was depression or is depression because depression isn't something that comes and then it's just turned off in the snap of a finger depression can last weeks months years you may you'll have good days to where that you feel like that you know it's really good and then all at once it just hits you like a ton of bricks it comes up on you it can come up on you literally like it says in here deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me it can come up on you like waves and just knock you down and you're gonna you know you may ask the lord why lord 
but he will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me in my prayer unto the God of my life. He will be right there. He's not, those waves might knock us down, but they're not going to drown us. He won't let us drown. He'll stand us right back up. It may take a couple days because you know what? He wants to know, is, are they going to give up on me or are they going to hold on to me? If I would have sit here and wallowed and not have read my Bible, not have prayed, not have gave praise to the Lord, I wouldn't be having a good day right now. Am I going to have other bad days? Absolutely. But is the Lord going to let it knock me down and drown me? No. Those waves will come and go. But as long as I hold on to the Lord and I keep praying and praising Him, He's going to be there for me and He's going to help me. He is going to keep lifting me up. He'll pick me up and he'll put me on the rock so that the waves can't touch me. And the only time that those waves are going to hit me again is whenever I myself come down off that rock. When I start slacking and the Lord needs me to see, hey, you still need me. You still need me to help you. you you're slacking. You need to be praying. You need to be praising. You need to get back you know, doing the Lord's work. I truly feel like a lot of times when we face what we face, it's because the Lord's just bringing us to our knees and he's letting us know that, hey, you still need me. You're slacking a little bit, you know. Get back where you was now. But get back on the path here. If you will turn with me, if you can, to Psalms 130, I feel like if you place your name in the spots where it talks about Israel. Take out Israel and place your name. This is a wonderful prayer for when you're down and hopeless and you feel depressed. I'm going to read it to you two different ways, okay? So Psalms 130 says, Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. And then it says, Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is a plenteous redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. This is not only a prayer that literally you could take out Israel and replace with your name, but if you're praying for someone else, you could replace Israel with their name. This is something that while listening to Valerie Reynolds' podcast, um, 
you can always take out like if it's talking about someone else you can replace your name with theirs and it just gives you like a sense of understanding and it's like if it's like a prayer like psalms 130 to me is like a, a good prayer for yourself or others so it's like if you take out the name and you replace it with yours or someone else's then i feel like you will get more out of it um but depression is not just something that you're going to deal with you know one day and then it's just going to be over and done with it's something that's going to keep reoccurring and it honestly may be something that the lord uses to continue guiding you to continue giving you um you know the need to continue with him in your life so like just just cling to the lord in everything that you do cling to him um i have been interrupted so so many times doing this episode today like i had to pause it for the census lady that just left um the devil has fought me hard on this episode and i know that he just wants me to be like oh, i'm just not going to record it but i'm not going to do that i'm still going to post it um but like depression is more than just a facebook status um doesn't matter what you post on facebook no matter how many quotes or whatever that you post it's not going to help you what's going to help you is that you pray and ask the lord for help that you ask the lord to guide you you ask the lord to comfort you you know you ask him for understanding and peace and hope and love um so like in psalms 130 i'm just going to give you an an example um i'm going to replace israel so it says out of the depths have i cried unto thee o lord lord hear my voice let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications if thou lord shouldest mark iniquities o lord who shall stand but there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared i wait for the lord my soul doth wait and in his word do i hope my soul waiteth for the lord more than they that watch for the morning i say more than they that watch for the morning let israel uh, let christina hope in the lord for with the lord there is mercy and with him is plenteous redemption and he shall redeem christina from all her iniquities i could also replace that with let josh hope in the lord for with the lord there is mercy and with him is plenteous redemption and he shall redeem josh from all his iniquities and at the end of that you could even add in jesus name i pray amen that could literally be a prayer like you guys don't even realize how you can use what the lord gives us in his word as prayer as a reminder to him lord this is what you told me give me this lord and i ask it in your son's name i ask it in Jesus' name that you will bless me that you will give me this what i ask of thee when you don't know the words to use 
go back and use what the Lord has used for you. Go back and give him back what he's given you. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. We hope. We, we have hope that what he tells us in here is what's going to come to pass. We hope that while working for him and living like him, that we are going to inherit the kingdom and that we are going to live eternally with him. And when the end of time comes, that we will be able to enjoy the new earth for eternity with him. It says, but there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. There's forgiveness with the Lord. I don't fear man. I don't fear what anything on this earth is. The only thing I fear is the Lord himself because he has control of every single thing. He has control of life and death. He has control of this COVID, which is a really big thing going on right now. He has control of it. I don't fear it because the Lord will take care of me. If it's my time to go, the Lord's going to take me. If it's not my time to go, he's going to leave me right here and I'm going to pull through. <clears throat> Same thing with my depression. If it's not my time to go, the Lord will suffice. He will pull me through. When the waves are coming in and rolling in and they're knocking me down, he will lift me up and he will stand me up on the rock that is higher than myself. I have to believe. I have to hold on to hope that he will do that for me. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. Thank you, Jesus. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I wait on the Lord. I long to see him more than I do another day like today. I would rather see the Lord. I would rather be with him than be here living in turmoil living with depression i long to see the lord i long for the day that i can look up on his face and hear him say well done thy good and faithful servant i long for the day that he allows me to enter those pearly gates Praise you, Lord. I long for the day that I can walk up on those streets of gold. Praise you, Jesus. I long for that day. Because I may suffer with depression down here and my load gets heavy. But I know that if I don't give up and I just carry this load, and I let the Lord to help me to bear the weight, that my journey is going to be worth it when I get to heaven. 
everything that I face down here, as long as I face it with the Lord, it's going to be worth it when I get to heaven. It is going to be worth it. I don't want to fight this battle alone. If I fought this battle alone, I would literally take my own life and I would end up in hell. I would be burning eternally. I would face death continuously. It's like a death that never stops. An eternal death. And I don't want that. I want eternal life. And holding on to the Lord through everything that I'm facing. Everything that my children face. Everything that my husband faces. My husband isn't a Christian right now. So I have to be the one that prays for my family. I have to be the one that prays for him. That prays for our children. That praises. That prays. For the Lord to bless us. To bless our home. And you know what? I believe and I'm holding on to hope. That one day soon. My husband is going to end up being that. My husband is going to be our strong point. Our, and he is going to be the one. That when it seems like the world is crashing down around us. He's going to gather us together. And he's going to say let's pray. The Lord will take care of us. I believe that with all my heart. But for now, sometimes us wives have to be that. And that is okay. Don't think any less of your husband because he has not chose this life yet. Pray for him. Ask the Lord to help you to be a light to him. Because sometimes us wives, we struggle and we show so much anger and resentment and things going wrong that our husbands are like, if if it's going to be like that, Question. I don't want it. Okay, Paisley. But there will come a time that you will be a praying couple. Just pray for it. Hold on to hope. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. When the waves are crashing in, when they're hitting you and they're knocking you down and you can't stand, the Lord will lift you up. He will put you on a rock. He will help you to stand. He will give you the strength when you feel like you can't even hold your own head up. I have not been able to hold my own head up. The Lord has held my head up. Uh... Uh, there's no way, I kid you not, I couldn't have made it through, you know, this month without the Lord. There's no way. There is no way. But I want to leave that with you guys and um, just, just know that the Lord will help you. All he wants is for you to pray and ask him. And to give him thanks in the good times and in the bad times. It may be storming. It may be storming now. You may be going through a storm of depression or anxiety, fear, resentment, hate, anger, disappointment. You're feeling worthless. You're feeling let down. You're feeling like a burden. 
you know, you, the enemy, you may have an enemy that's just fighting you on every hand, but let me tell you, there's no enemy worse than the devil himself. And if we can fight the devil with the Lord, what do you think we can do to just someone that, you know, that's the same as us, that has no more power than what we have? But what they don't realize is that we have the Lord and he has all power. And you fight that enemy, whatever that enemy is, you fight it on your knees with the Lord and let him handle it. And he will handle it and he will bring you through and he'll bring you out better than ever. I love you. I love each and every one of you guys. I, I don't even know who you all are. All I know is I have listeners. And I love you all. And I pray that the Lord blesses you. And just any time that you think about it, pray for me and my family. Because we can always use all the prayers that we can get. You all have a blessed, blessed day. And hopefully we can upload another episode tomorrow without so many interruptions. I love you guys.